What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. My name is Ramon, and this is Dad's Podcast Project. Today, I wanted to talk about a documentary that my wife and I had finished watching over this past weekend called Athlete A. I'm not sure for of those how many of those of you out there remember this story in the news, but it is following the the um, allegations and which then ended up becoming the facts of child abuse within uh, the USA gymnastics team or organization um, against the medical doctor Larry Nazar that they had employed or on their staff, as well as just the overall cover up that was going on with this entire thing. I had heard about this story like a while back. It was YouTuber Philip DeFranco who ended up just informing me as a viewer as to what exactly was going on. And we didn't have our daughter at that time. So it, it doesn't mean that it resonated any differently. It's just that now that our daughter is in our life and we've watched this documentary with a different set of eyes, I would say it's it's just as infuriating, but a tad more personal now. And even when it was just our son, we were very just overall disgusted at the entire story, everything that had gone on, what these families were going through, the cover-up that this organization was, I don't know, really providing for, for this individual. And it was just, it was terrible all the way around. So this isn't really a review so to speak, of the documentary itself. But I really just wanted to have the conversation about it, my thoughts and just what it is that, I don't know, that I've, I've felt while, while watching this thing. Because again, like I had seen it being covered in the news as well as being covered by other YouTubers who were talking about this. And really it was just a day-to-day thing. Like what's going to happen? Is this guy gonna go to jail or prison forever which spoiler warning he is i mean he's he's in prison there's this guy is done he's not i mean hopefully this guy never sees the light of day again and there were a lot of things that i really didn't understand i guess the order of how how it came to be i just remember that thinking back that there were just sexual abuse allegations that had come up. And after that, it just seemed like this tidal wave of girls coming forward from way back. Like, yes, this happened to me. This happened to another person. This happened to another person. I mean, Olympic gold medalists, this was happening to hundreds of kids. And so again, it's, it's a really hard thing to watch as a parent I think it's hard for anybody who just, I don't know, has any any kind of just sympathy for for kids and the vulnerability that, that they're in in this world. Uh, my wife and I, we try our best to provide a safe environment for our kids to grow up in. However, it just feels that no matter what, there's there's always predators out there and in every facet of this this planet that we live in there were parents who were sending their kids 
off with the hopes of them becoming the best athletes or the best individuals that they could to potentially becoming an Olympic athlete. And here it was, I wouldn't, I mean, the documentary does specify, it seems as if it was riddled with just sexual abuse from coaches to this physical therapist to being covered up by the CEO of the organization. It just seemed as if it was throughout. And I mean, what do you do? What do you do as a parent? I'm not trying to blame any of the parents who were involved in this because I think as an outsider looking in, we all might take the stance of, well, if I was in that situation, I would have done this. Or if it was me or my kid, I would have done that. And all I can say is I hope that nobody ever finds themselves in that situation. But in listening to these parents and what they experienced, it seemed as if they tried to do the right thing. The parents in particular for um, or who were in this documentary, they went about it the way that they thought was the best. And so as soon as their daughter came forward to their mother saying that she feels that their uh, physical therapist had sexually abused her, the mother right away filed a complaint with the organization, like, what is going on here? And this went through the different chain of chain of command. So I believe it was the girl's coach who then sent that or relayed that message on to another faculty person who then relayed that message all the way up the chain. The mother finds out the mother is stepping in. She wants to know what's going on. And from the CEO direct of this USA gymnastics organization, the mother is told, don't do anything about it. Don't file a police report. We are taking care of it. And when the mother is trying to get word about what is going on here, like anybody would want to know what is the status of this investigation, the person who is supposed to be responsible for getting the, getting the proper authorities involved to handle this situation lied and told her that there was an FBI investigation. She shouldn't call law enforcement because this was going to ruin that investigation. And it just got swept under the rug as did hundreds of other girls who experienced the same, the same thing. And when you have an institution like that, that is riddled with sexual abuse and cares not for the children, but rather for their bottom line, whether it's the image of the company, whether it's the, the money coming in from sponsors, who knows what it is? I mean, as we're watching this, I'm thinking to myself, like, how bad could it really be to just do the right thing? I mean, file a report and clean up your house. Have nothing to do with any of this. And maybe it was just the time. I mean, I don't even in any way, shape or form want to come off as if there's a justification for this. But when looking at what's happening now in, I don't know if it's an extreme reaction to what has happened in the past, 
but with just allegations of like sexual abuse, rape, anything like that, people are losing their jobs. Companies and sponsors are distancing themselves immediately before anything even comes to light. Just saying that the, that a person sexually abused somebody else can cost that individual their sponsorship, can cost that individual their job, and then you have to wait for the process to happen or due process to to occur before the truth can come out. And it really seems as if like it's a more of a guilty until proven innocent in that regard nowadays. However, back in the day, it seemed as if it was like, it's just swept under the rug. It doesn't matter. These companies or the, the USA Gymnastics Organization, they really came off as if it was more or less, we care about the money and the sponsorships and the organization and the image that we have. And we're willing to have this swept under the rug than to do anything about it. And what the what a real shame is in watching this was that they didn't even get rid of the guy. They kept him on staff. It's like, I can understand if by distancing themselves, like all these allegations are coming forward and they just let the guy go. But even then, maybe that's an admission of guilt and they probably just didn't want anything to, to happen, any lawsuits and anything that it just would have been too bad. I mean, publicly wise or publicity wise, it would have just been too bad for this company or this organization. And that is a that is a cold shame because we hear about these things in, I mean, in the church, for example, I don't know how many, how many of you out there that attend church on the regular, but it's one of those things that you hear about that happens in the church. And now it's not to say that all churches are like this. However, it seems that there are a lot of, at least people in the Catholic church community who have sexually abused children. There are even people in the Christian church who have been guilty of the same. And we don't hear about these things because even within those organizations, there's this level of secrecy. There's a level of protecting the image of the institution over protecting the children and protecting the people who put their lives and who put their trust in that institution. That's something that I I inherently have a problem with. I can understand if you're an avid churchgoer, if you're if you were even an avid gymnast who is all about the USA Olympic organization or gymnastics organization, I can understand that that we all have our passions and we all have the things that we are wanting to pursue in this life. However, I can't stand by those who would rather sweep stories like this under the rug in the case of the USA Olympics or gymnastics organization. I can't stand by an institution that would shift or just relocate a pastor, relocate uh, certain officials who are problematic in, in some areas who would keep like files of complaints, accusations of all of these accounts uh, 
rather than doing the right thing and seeing that justice is found for these victims. It's a, it's a really hard thing to watch as a parent because kids are very vulnerable. Uh, our, our children, we try our best to ensure that they have, as I said before, a safe environment to grow up in. And it's, you, you can only do your best. There's so many opportunities for someone to sneak their way in and take advantage. We saw it back in the day with instant messaging or online chat rooms. Statistically, there are people who are going to get caught. And it's, it's a shame, really. It really, it's really infuriating. And what was sad was the fact that, at least in this documentary, this complaint was filed like they did nothing about it. And there were even more victims during the time between that complaint to when they finally did something. However, when this complaint was filed, there were, there were complaints that were even, they went back even further. And I don't know, it's, it's a good watch. I think that I recommend it to those of you out there who are interested in stories like this and, and seeing that justice is served. But it's also, it's also something that really just, it, it pulls back the curtain on a side of this, on a, on a reality of this world that we live in that exists and that there is, there is a darkness out there that we can only do our best to try to protect our kids from, but not everybody's going to, not everybody's going to get through it. Some people are going to get caught up. And I'm really glad that justice was served. I'm really glad the way they went about it in terms of, well, one of the victims who had come forward publicly years later, I believe it was like 16 years after the fact, she felt like at when she was younger, 16 years ago, she wouldn't have had the ability to, to get through something like this. The fact that the public wants to shame people or women for coming forward, that they don't want to stand on the side of the victim, that it's, it's a lot for a person to go through. And she felt like now that she's older, she has the strength to do this. And so she did. And even in, even online, I mean, I don't remember seeing the comments for myself. They did display some what looked like YouTube comments or tweets that I can only take at whoever created doc documentaries um, truth on this. I don't really know if those are accurate comments pulled from the internet or just recreations. But the internet can be pretty harsh when it comes to people being people outing someone as a sex offender. I mean, some of these comments were talking about, well, when you look at these women, can you blame the guy for doing this? And it's, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's what I don't get. It doesn't matter what they look like. They're kids. It doesn't matter 
it just doesn't matter. And the fact that they, they want to, I don't know, they want to run these women through the, through the mud quite literally before it's almost, it's really strange how, I don't know. It, it goes to a conversation that I've had with coworkers. It goes to a conversation that I've had with my wife when we talk about teachers who take advantage of students and how when a male teacher is in a sexual relationship or sexually abusing a student, right away people are up in arms, pitchforks and torches at the ready. They're, they're ready to hang this person. However, when a female teacher is having a sexual relationship or sexually abusing a male student, oh, they want to buy that kid a beer. They want to give him a high five. They, it's just a complete double standard, especially when people are looking at these female teachers and thinking to themselves, well, that's either one really lucky kid or why not me? And it just, it's interesting to see because even as, well, as an adult now and a parent, I do see things as very different. As a parent of both, a son and a daughter, and wanting to take the, take the steps in raising them the same with some level of equality, I can't honestly say that I would be okay if a female teacher were to pursue my son no more than I would be okay with a male teacher pursuing my daughter. That's just not going to happen either way. Because for one, I just make the argument of when it's, when it's a young boy, it's completely different. I mean, you're in a different headspace. I know that when I was young, if I had been caught up in the same situation with a teacher or something of that level of seriousness, there's, there's nothing you can really talk about, that it is just a physical thing. And as a young guy, yeah, that's great and all, but it's also pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up for an adult to be doing this to a kid, a grown person. And you don't realize like how old you are and how young kids are until like you're well out of school and you're on to a career and everything because the, the it's just you're so far removed. And yet there are still individuals who that's that's what they fancy, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going around in circles with this, but in short, it was just, it was an interesting documentary. I thought that the way that they had put it and told the story, they laid it out perfectly. I mean, this was happening for years, for decades, and nothing was happening. The victims were completely powerless because 
this organization was bringing home gold medals. This organization was making Olympic athletes. And at what cost? One of the things that they touched on was how way back in the day, I guess, most gymnasts, they were adults. It wasn't until I think it was 80s, maybe the 80s, when it was the Soviet Union or Ukraine or somewhere, somewhere over there. Uh, they brought a kid over and this kid just totally rocked everybody. And it was like, holy smokes, this is what everybody needs to do now. They all got to be kids. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird to me to, I feel like when you take, when you take two steps back, cause again, I'm a person from the outside looking in and this is also after all of the allegations had come to light and come to be true. But when looking at it, it's like, yeah, there were a lot of red flags for one, they would have a closed like training camp at some ranch and the parents were not allowed. So pretty much like you're sending your kids away to train at this camp. You can't check in on them. You can't be there and you, you're trusting them with other just grown adults. Like, no, that's not, like, that's not going to happen. We don't even let our kids go back into like the, the doctor's office or the dentist without us. I mean, we're there. And I think that for the foreseeable future, we're going to be there as much as possible. And that's another thing that is also unfortunate about that. It's the ones, it's, it's unfortunately the kids who maybe their parents can't be there. Maybe, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of scenarios uh, that, that happen that get get people caught up or that, I don't know. The analogy is horrible, but it's the one that stands out in the herd. And they're the ones that get picked off. And I think that it's really just up for everybody or it's up to everybody to to do their part. I mean, there were people in there, I'm sure, who were not committing any sexual fraud or sexual abuse or anything like that but they were around it they witnessed it they heard about it they had a feeling and it's like i'm wondering like well what did they do what could they have done or what would they have done because even then they had their careers to think about and hope that I don't know, nothing really ill happened towards them. Because we hear about these stories like with law enforcement when they're talking about defunding the police and really making, bringing in reform and change. And you're talking about an institution that has been around for a very long time. There's generations of families who have been police officers. There has been just an an outstanding level of pride for those of you who, for those of whom take the position seriously. And it's a very hard thing to have people in outrage and want to see change. Just like in 
the USA Gymnastics Organization. When there's outrage and people want change, well, this institution has been around for a long time. They've been the same players in the same positions, and they might not want to change. Not saying that, and in no way am I wanting to compare like law enforcement with <laughs> the USA Gymnastics Organization. So please don't take offense to this, but just like, like as an example, if people on the outside want to see a reform or want to see change, that can be very difficult with an institution that has been around for a long time because they've been going about things the same way, business as usual, and they might not want to enact that change because it would mean too many things are lost, too many things sacrificed for those who might not understand. And as a parent thinking, well, gosh, like abusing a child isn't very hard to understand. Just don't do it. But for this organization, they might think to themselves, well, we're bringing home gold medals. We're making millions of dollars off of sponsorships. We're like, we're winning. We're successful. And some of these people are messing with the kids. They might be able to overlook that. They did overlook that. Again, I'm not saying I agree with any of those things. It is just, it was a really cold shame to see all of these kids go through this for so long, for such a huge part of their life. And I think what the one of the most inspiring parts about this documentary were the people that took it and did something about it. The, the news organization, was it the Indianapolis Star or the Indy Star? Um, Indy Globe? Indy Star? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I apologize if I'm getting it completely wrong, but that really inspired me watching that and thinking to myself, man, this right here is journalism. This is what it's about. Like when I watch movies about journalists who like, just crack a case or they're digging deep into something and they just blow the lid off of whatever it is that they're talking about. I think to myself, that is what it's about and how like real time things are happening. One of the editors, he's talking about how they got an image from the CEO of USA Gymnastics being arrested at his cabin somewhere and how they were really wondering, can we get this to print? Because they thought that another news group was going to run the story before them. And I'm thinking to myself, well, like, when do you go home then? You're just there. You're just always, you always got to be on it. Someone's always got to be working and ready to go with the story. And that to me was very inspiring. The police officer or the detective who was in charge of like, um, questioning, Larry Nazar and really just saying that she's going to, she's going to do this. She's going to see justice served. And the district attorney was it wait, district attorney or lawyer or attorney. I, I can't remember, but the woman who was pretty much in charge of taking on all these girls cases for one huge lawsuit. I mean, she was out there to get justice for every single one of them. Nobody swept this under the rug. 
as it had happened for years prior. And to me, it was like, gosh, this is what needs to happen. This is the kind of stuff that needs to happen more. Watching the, what was it? The, oh man, I can't, the guy's name is slipping my mind now. Pedophile, arrested, allegedly hung himself in prison. Oh man, what was his name? It's going to bother me. But anyways, watching that documentary and thinking to myself, like, why was this guy not arrested years ago? They knew. They had all the girls who were going in and giving massages and getting paid and everything like that. They knew. And yet nothing happened to him. Nothing He evaded and dodged the bullet so many times. And maybe it was because of the people he knew and the influence that he had that allowed him to continue on. But it was wild to me to see that, to even even to see that story unfold. But back to back, I think both of those documentaries are rock solid. Um, As parents... My wife and I were definitely rattled watching this. It was not an easy thing to really watch because our hearts definitely go out to the parents and to the kids who, I mean, this is their life. You know, they had to go through this and they, for a lot of them, they still have to go through it. It's not over. Again, all we can hope for is the best for our kids. I mean, as any parent listening and any parent out there, I think that I, I speak in a common a commonality in that we want what's best for our kids and we want to do what's best for them. The world is a dangerous place. There's acts of violence. There's acts of sexual assault. There's all kinds of just wild and crazy things that happen. And we want to keep our kids from that for as long as we can. But that age of innocence comes to an end at some point. And it is a shame when it happens in the way that it did for these girls. I'm glad that justice was served and that people did the right thing in the end. It would have been a lot better had action been taken a lot sooner, but that's not the, that's not the way that things were dealt. I think that anybody listening should definitely give it a watch. It's a, it's a good documentary and they did a good job with it. But Yeah, that's pretty much all I've got for you guys this evening. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to these podcasts and for taking the time to making it to this point if you've made it this far in the podcast. Um, Yeah, no video again on YouTube if you're this far in the video. Um, But yeah, until next time, you guys, see ya.